Good morning, everyone. Listen to that. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Wow. Hold on. <clears throat> Sorry about that. But that's how early it is, right? You know, I haven't really been talking that much. <laughs> but I wanted to reach out and say good morning to y'all. Happy Friday. We've earned it. I feel like I've earned it. You know what I mean? It's been a busy, busy week. It's sort of um, uh, out with the old, in with the new. We're coming towards the end of the year. New possibilities. Um, Crazy. You know what I mean? So basically, you have a month to make 2018 count. I've had a good year, solid year, made a lot of progress. Uh, Hopefully, that will continue. And I'm hoping that's what's going on for you. I'm all up in my feels about it. It's Friday. You know how I get. I get pensive. I think about things. Um, And yeah, it's important to set goals. So now's the time to review your 2018 and start setting yourself up for 2019, especially if you're an entrepreneur, especially if you uh, are a human being and made plans. <laughs> you know, it's important to review those things and, and to see how they worked out, what what's going with you into the, the new year and what's staying behind, who's going with you into the new year, who's staying behind. Um, I feel like I've had one of the most... Um, transformative years of my life, which is interesting because I'm not all that young. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's nice to, uh, I mean, I'm not old, but I'm not young either. And it's nice to know that you can, you can stay flexible and change and open your mind and see things in a different perspective, no matter where you are in your, in your process. So I guess that's my theme for this Friday transformation. Uh, and, being able to push yourself past the limits you thought you you had. You know, truthfully, the only limitations you have are the ones you believe are there. And I feel like that hamstrings a lot of people. You know, and I'll use St. Louis as an example. People in St. Louis, uh, mostly white people, to be honest with you, no one ever asks me where I went to high school. In fact, more times than not, they ask me where I'm from. I'm from here. And I went to high school here, Rosati Kane, FYI. And um, it's just so fascinating to me why people do that. The next step after where you went to high school is really trying to figure out where you're from and what neighborhood you may live in. So if you went to a public high school, chances are you grew up in that neighborhood, correct? Well, I went to a private high school and I didn't live anywhere near that neighborhood. So then it then it switches off to like, oh, you're a rich kid or something silly. It's really silly because my family was not wealthy. I actually was born in a great time and my parents were the benefit of a great uh, wave of change for people of color who could get middle class jobs and make good wages and elevate their situation. Um, all of that happened in the 60s and the 70s. And then Ronald Reagan came and kind of took it all away. But that's a that's an aside. Um, but, yeah, what they're really trying to figure out is, you know, like where what neighborhood you grew up in, where you're from, so they can put you in a box. So if you say you went to U-City, then people could say, oh, you're from U-City. You're probably laid back, chill. You probably have multicultural friends. And, you know, it's one of the more progressive areas in the city, right? But if you say you went to uh, a school in a not so great neighborhood, then people can then put you in a box like, oh, you grew up poor, you, you know, now I have a thought about you, whether it's accurate or not, whether it's general, uh, whether it's a generalization, which of course it is, it doesn't matter. You know, people are trying to put you in some sort of little box, you know, but 
I'm not exactly sure why I got on that topic. <laughs> Welcome to the Middle Ages. You just go off on things. I'm not sure. Um, but in, I do want to say that that is why people ask you where you went to high school here. And, you know, oh, that's what I was going on. St. Louis is very caught up in uh, the past, but not in a healthy way. And And people, you know, are very conscious of class here. Um, and because everyone didn't have a collective black experience in St. Louis, they think they did, but they didn't. I, I grew up believing there were more middle-class black people than anything else. Cause that's all I was exposed to, um, on a regular basis. Like I didn't understand that everybody wasn't having the same experience that I was having, that everybody wasn't getting school uniforms and going to Catholic school and paying tuition. And, you know, I didn't understand that that wasn't everybody's experience. And then when I got older and started to look at the numbers and realize, oh, we were like a tiny <laughs> fraction of black families in America, that there were more people um, that weren't middle class, that were lower, low income, lower middle class. Um, you know, it's just and I think St. Louisans wear that on their sleeves and they feel some kind of way about it. You know, I used to get teased because right in the same neighborhood on one end, there was the public school. On the other end, there was the Catholic school. And we would have to meet each other in the middle to get home. And, uh, you know, you just found yourself uh, being able to switch gears, you know, because I, I may have mentioned this yesterday, but I had coworkers saying how, you know, they noticed that one black coworker talks one way presumably when he's talking to black people and another way when he's talking to white people, which really throws them for a loop because I think he's married to a white person. So then it's like, well, how do you talk at home? But anyway, I said, well, all black people have two gears. Well, what do you mean? And I'm like, you think the gear is for you. The gear is for uh, other black people. Because <laughs> once you start properly conjugating your verbs and you know the words they're trying to use and they're using them incorrectly or uh a, it becomes a situation. People don't like to be don't like to be corrected and they don't want to point it out that you're having an experience that they think may be better than theirs. So, I mean, or you think you're better than them in any way. It's complicated. So I feel like that's a, a big issue here. Um, you know, the peer pressure around your education, uh, where you grew up. And on apparently to some people where I grew up, uh, precludes me from the black experience, which is ridiculous. Um, because when my family moved here, all the white people moved out. <laughs> I think you could, I think you could count the white families by the time I was five. Um, so, you know, I just feel like if we're really going to talk progress, we really need to talk progress because these little things that we hold up against each other are just silly. And we need to do better.